Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, welcome back to the DR Link show on 101.9 Hi FM. So as I said, spring is in the air. And while we should actually be applying uh, sunscreen every single day, especially this time of the year as the sun moves higher into the sky, it's a lot more dangerous, and we are hearing these um, horrific skin cancer stories. So we really, really have to be cognizant of of applying um, uh, yeah, sunscreen, staying in the shade during those very hot hours. But I have um, a Dr. Omondi Ogude, a medical oncologist from Santon Oncology, to talk about melanoma and skin cancer here in South Africa. Dr. Ogude, um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki, and uh, discussing this important topic. Yeah, it is. It really, really is. And I'm, I'm not sure if... If you had um, connected um, and listened to Jacques' story at all, but it really, really is an awful story, and it's a story about um, detection when it's you know the skin cancer is so advanced um, that you've got you know holes in in the face and. Um, and of course, we, our beloved Derek Watts, we, we all heard how last year he was diagnosed with skin cancer and then it had spread to the lungs. So, I mean, this is, you know, it, it, it really is a wake up call to realize just how important it is to be wearing the sunblock, to be looking at our skin, to be aware of, of skin cancer. So where do we start, Dr. Gude, without being neurotic and without being, you know, too afraid to, as I said, to guard in the sun. How 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 does one um, mindfully uh, approach living in a in a sunny environment, knowing how dangerous skin cancer can be? Well, I think it's it starts with uh, having a consciousness about it, um, and it starts at a young age. You know, kids need to learn that. Uh, I, I do it with my my kids as well. You know, sunscreen. They have to have their caps and their hats when they go out and play sports or out on the beach. Um, so we just really have to be mindful of these things, uh, avoiding the UV rays, being aware of tan beds, um, and just doing the basics, putting on sunscreen and putting it on regularly, uh, and a good sunscreen with uh, at least SPF 50. So just just really being aware of uh, of this being a risk and I suppose the biggest problem is most people aren't able to, to quantify this risk in, in, in their minds. They often think they're, they're either too young or, or the risk is really remote. They, they, they don't see it as an immediate threat to them. Yeah. Well, again, I'm, I'm going to mention our, our previous guest with Jacques saying, you know, he never knew that skin cancer was a worry. Look, a lot of people who listen to this show, um, we've had enough shows about skin cancer. We know we talk about skin cancer quite a bit. But the importance is that early detection, right? So let, let's, let's go all the way to the beginning of, of what, what we would be looking out for and what is dangerous and what is not dangerous. I know we've got different types of the skin cancers. Perhaps you can, I've, I've thrown a lot at you, but perhaps you can just unpack a bit of it. Sure. So I think we'll, we'll start with the, with the basics. Um, what, what is skin cancer? It's really, Abnormal growth uh, of cells uh, in in the in, in the epidermis, which is really the the skin layer that protects us, and it can manifest in a number of ways. There's different kinds of skin cancers. 
There's one we call the basal cell cancer carcinoma, which is the lower or deeper layers um, of, of the skin. We have squamous cell carcinoma, which is more uh, superficial layers of the skin. And then we have the melanoma, uh, which is uh, one of the more dangerous and more lethal um, cancers, which arises from um, the pigment cells uh, that are damaged from the sun. Uh, the DNA in them is damaged from the sun, and because they're not repaired properly, these cells uh, grow out of control, and they can cause local damage and eventually um, spread to other parts of the body, the body and cause um, um, other issues. Hmm. Do, um, Dr. Gude, thank you for that. We're just going to take a very quick break. We're going to come back, and we're going to continue with this conversation. Please stay with us. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Thanks for staying with us. Um, Dr. Omondi Ogude is a medical oncologist at the Santon Oncology. We're talking about skin cancer here in South Africa. Um, Dr. Ogude, I hope I'm pronouncing your surname correctly. That's perfect, Nikki. Okay. <laughs> Here I am going ahead and I thought, oh my goodness, maybe it's not right. So there we go. No, let's, spot let's, on. Spot on. Well <laughs> thank done. you so much. Um, you, you mentioned the melanoma. Um, you know, it's because of the pigment, um, and, um, and exposure to the sun. The other scan, the, the other cancers are all skin cancers sun related. They're not necessarily sun-related. Most are, and they tend to be in the sun-exposed areas um, of the skin, face, nose, uh, lips. Uh, but you do get um, certain skin cancers that are not sun-related. And, um, in fact, some melanomas are not sun-related at all. Um, they may appear under the nails um, uh, in areas that are really sun-exposed. So it can manifest in, in really a, a number of ways. And you, you, one has to just be mindful of this. Uh, mm-hmm. It might arise from a, a mole that you've had for years and um, we're not worried about. And, you know, one has to be just conscious of the changes on the skin. So if um, you have a skin mole that uh, suddenly changes in the shape uh, or in the size or in its color, it's what we call the ABC. So it doesn't become asymmetrical. Um, and what do the borders look like? Do they become more uneven as opposed to very even rounded border? Uh, does the color change? Is, you know, do you have different parts of the mole having different colors? Does it increase in size, which is a diameter? And, um, you know, we, we look at these things and, 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 and it's very important in trying to pick up cancers. And, and very important for people who are hardly ever in the sun. Um, that they still have to go for regular checkups, as you say. Just be mindful. No, I think of, it, I think it is. Yeah. Look, there are certain people who are at higher risk of developing melanomas. If you have a fairer skin, um, if you have blue eyes, if you have red hair, you're you're definitely at higher risk uh, of developing certain kinds of skin cancer, particularly uh, melanomas. So the pigment is protective to a certain extent. Um, but one shouldn't think that because you've got a slightly darker skin that this will necessarily protect you altogether from uh, UV rays. You still have to be mindful about uh, protecting yourself. Absolutely. I mean, a few months ago, we had a worry on the show, um, a young black girl who said, you know, she thought black people never got skin cancer and she had skin cancer. So there are all these myths around skin cancer as well. 
are there any other myths that that you are aware of that that maybe our audience our audience sure. should know um, about? Yeah, I, I suppose there are a few. Um, the, the dark skin is, uh, you know, we've spoken about, and, and that's that's a common myth. And we we do see quite a few uh, black patients with skin cancer. In fact, up to about between eight and fifteen percent of of patients with melanoma might be uh, black. Um, wow. We we also tend to think that um, cancer in general is a is a cancer of older patients, um, and because you know often the the sun exposure has to happen over a period of time. Um, but I, I have young patients with uh, melanoma. I have a 20-year-old female who's <laughs> been diagnosed with melanoma. So it's not necessarily an older person's disease as well. Right. You right. can get it in areas of the skin that are not sun exposed. That I think that's really important um, to remember. And it's all it's not always related to the sun as well. Um, but I mean, the things in and around um, how you protect yourself that that, that are also uh, problematic. Uh, if 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 the weather's a bit cloudy, people believe that uh, you don't necessarily have to wear your sunscreen or protect yourself. But the UV rays are still there and still present, so you still need your sunscreen. You still need to wear a hat. You still need to protect yourself. Um, and and of course, you know, just having sufficient sunscreen and applying it uh, regularly is is also important. Are we are we more? Um... I mean, I spoke about winter and the sun is, you know, further, it's lower in the sky, summer, it's much higher. Are we more at risk in summer than we are in winter that you're aware of? Theoretically, we are, and I think that's for a few reasons, and it's probably simply because we spend more time outside. Um, so yeah. we're out on the beach enjoying ourselves and just enjoying the warmer weather as we, we're all welcoming <laughs> uh, <laughs> the weather now. Um, it's been a cold winter. Um, but I, I think winter can also be a risk for, for other reasons. Um, and that's simply because there's a belief that it's cold and, um, maybe the sun doesn't feel or uh, perceptually is not as harsh. Um, and, and then, you know, you spend a bit more time in the sun or expose yourself a bit more or, or not be as good with your sunscreen or with your hat. Um, so for, for, for similar reasons, uh, both might be both weather conditions might be problematic in people's minds anyway. Mm. So really the rule should be every single day, summer, winter, if the sun is shining or not, put on sunscreen. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. So, you know, there shouldn't be a day really that you, you skip your sunscreen. Um, really have to be good about it. And it's, it's developing a habit. It's like anything else in our lives. It's not something we always enjoy. I know it's a big battle in the house with my kids. Um, trying to get them to do it. You know, it, it, it just has to be something that becomes part of your routine. And it's the only way that you, you'll end up doing it regularly. Um, like brushing yes, your teeth. Uh, definitely. That's it. It's like brushing your teeth. Yeah. You, yeah. you a non-negotiable. Don't want to do it, but you should. <laughs> you have to do it. Yeah, That's it's it. got to be a, a non-negotiable. I just want to also talk um, to people who spend a lot of time in front of the, their screens. So they may say, you know, I didn't go out at all today, but sitting in front of the screen, the blue light, can you speak to that and the danger of that for our skin? Well, look, there's, we don't have a... A lot of data re- with regards to that and, and, and skin changes. There are various lights that we're looking into, uh, but we think that you might be at risk as well. So limiting it is, is probably a good idea. We know suntan beds are uh, a problem. Um, so, you know, one just has to be mindful of that as well. 
but exposing yourself to these various lights and um, uh, you know and limiting our time is with them is, is is important. Yeah, putting who would have thought you put on sunscreen when you sit in front of your computer? <laughs> who would have thought? But uh, I who think it's a good thought? idea. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, just another thing, um, Dr. Ogude, the, in terms of treatment, um, for skin cancer, I'm sure you're going to say it has to do with how, whether we're looking at early detection, but what usually, sure. what, what does the treatment usually look like? Well, it, it, it all depends. Um, the idea is if it's fairly early and, and depends on what kind of skin cancer, of course, that you have as well. Um, but I, I suppose we, one should talk about melanoma, which is probably the more problematic one. Um, generally with the earliest stages of melanoma, uh, the idea is to catch it early and cut it out if you can. Um, of course, if it becomes more advanced, uh, if it gets into the lymph glands, uh, we have alternative therapies that we have to look at. So cutting it out alone might not be enough because now some of the microscopic cells may have escaped where the, the original area you've cut out, you know, and might be ready to spread to other parts of the body. So you need to be able to mop these up with some drugs. So we use immunotherapy um, and we use uh, drugs like tyrosine kinase inhibitors, uh, what we call BRAF inhibitors that are quite effective and, and can be curative for some of these patients with earlier breast cancers as well. Um, when you have more advanced cancers, uh, we can use similar drugs as well. Um, and, you know, previously we used to use chemotherapy and fairly inefficient drugs, um, which we really don't use anymore. But uh, the space of treatment has really evolved very rapidly and we have very smart drugs like immunotherapy, which uh, essentially teaches the immune system, your own immune system, to recognize the cancer cells and fight them. And, and you know, this is how we, we generally manage melanoma. There's some uh, smarter drugs, oral tablets as well that we use as well that uh, act like, you know, they switch off this driver in the cancer that causes it to grow, um, and it's very targeted. Um, so very effective drugs that are available. Um, but, you know, the old adage still remains, uh, preventative prevention is better than cure. So I think we should stick to that as well. Mm. And, and of course, uh, regular checkups, which we'll talk about in just a moment. Um, uh, just a quick break, last quick break, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the show. We're talking um, skin cancer. Um, I have Dr. Omondi Ogude, who is a medical oncologist at Santon Oncology, who has... Um, really explained everything so well to us. Um, of course, the importance is um, sunscreen um, all the time, sun, no sun, and throughout the year. Um, and I think that we really have to take cognizance of that, especially um, having heard our cancer warrior, our skin cancer warrior story, Jacques Erasmus's story. And as I said, you know, um, Derek Watts of Carte Blanche, we spoke about him last week, devastated because of his passing and it started with, with skin cancer. So it's not something that we should um, ignore. And it's really, really important that we look at our skin um, and that we protect our skin. So we should be going to a professional. You spoke about the the ABC of, you know, looking at whether the moles have changed, doctor. But how often do you think we should be going to see a dermatologist? What's what's a safe um, gap in between visits? Well, I think it's really about 
identifying who's at highest risk. Um, I suppose we can't all necessarily go to a dermatologist. Um, I think in our individual capacities, one should just be aware of their own skin, look at it regularly after the shower, have your partners look at it, have your family members look uh, and see that you're okay. But in terms of those who um, need just a closer eye, um, if you have a fairer skin, um, if you tend to have, if you have blue eyes, if you have, if you've got red hairs, red hair, if you've got freckles, you're at much higher risk of developing certain skin cancers, particularly, um, melanoma. And they should have annual checks and they have what we call, um, skin mapping with their dermatologists, uh, who basically, they basically document where every mole, uh, is and these can be tracked over a period of time and they're watched every year. Um, and I think it's really important uh, for, for this particular group of patients to to do that as well. Dr. Ogudi, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Um, we so appreciate you being on the show with us today and, um, yeah, waking us up Great. at the beginning of summer. Um, it's certainly um, a, a wake-up call for all of us. So thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Take care and goodbye. Dr. Omundi Ude from uh, the Santon Oncology, he's a medical oncologist. And, you know, we're going to, we, 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 we talk about skin cancer quite regularly and I don't think we can overdo it. I think it, we have to be reminded, especially this idea of it's overcast. I'm going to go outside without putting suntan lotion. You've heard from Dr. Ogude that the UV rays are just as harsh when the sun is behind the clouds and any time of the year. I'm just very quick. Quickly, I want to just give you Jacques' um, banking details once more. If you do want to make any type of donation, it's Standard Bank. Milneton and the account holder is Doc, uh, Mr. Jacques Erasmus. And his um, account number is this, 10144840314. I do hope that someone, some angel out there listening um, knows people in Cape Town and can just support Jacques in some way, you know, get him with some community of people or a support group or whatever it is. I really hope that something can shift for, for Jacques. And uh, I thank you so much for tuning in. It has been indeed a pleasure spending the last hour with you. So for me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, do take care and goodbye. <laughs>